Well, hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson. I'm going to give you my predictions today, go through a bunch of stats when Baltimore has the ball, although looks more and more that more and more Ravens are going to rest, namely Lamar, but Odell, Zeitler on this side of the ball. I don't know how much even likely, and I don't think Zay Flowers is going to play. So a lot of these numbers don't translate you know, Baltimore-wise, but I do think it's important to know how good this team is and what they've accomplished this year. They're very, very impressive. And frankly, the Steelers are getting off easy that they don't have to play them full speed. I mean, you guys know that. Um, they're also, as usual, great on special teams. I mean, they're they're like top two in all three phases, which is amazing. So the Ravens average six yards per play. That's only behind the Niners and Dolphins. And at the past three games, they're at 6.6. I mean, the last three games, when they snap the football, they get 6.6 yards every time. They averaged 8.9 against the Dolphins. Steelers allows 5.5 per play, and they're at 6-3 over the past three games, too, which is too high. I mean, only two defenses are higher over their past three than the Steelers. I mean, problematic. For the season, they throw just under 50% of the time. That's the lowest in the league, and it's two full percentage points less than the 31st-ranked offense in that regard. They also have a lead a lot, so they run out the clock, but they are a run first team still. Um, Only the past three games, only the Bills and Steelers throw it at a lower percentage than Baltimore. They are the highest rate of 10 personnel, one back, zero tight ends, and the third highest rate of 21 personnel, two backs, one tight ends, with Ricard, the big fullback, as well as 22 personnel. Uh, So you'll see a lot of two back, either with one tight end or two, and that'll apply no matter what. I mean, they're still going to run their offense, of course. Um Steelers see 13 personnel at the league's second highest rate and 21 personnel at the fourth highest rate. So it's something that they should be accustomed to. A lot of tight ends and especially fullbacks on the field. Um, The Ravens offensive EPA per play against the Dolphins was in the hundredth percentile, as was their drop back EPA, like as good as you can get, basically. Lamar Jackson's 26.6 total EPA was not only the best of any quarterback, but it was nearly almost double the second best quarterback of the week. I mean, unbelievable how well he's playing right now. Um, Tyler Huntley got the Steeler got the start against the Steelers in week 17 last year. He attempted 21 passes, 14 of 130, a touchdown and interception. He's appeared in 19 career games and has just over 65% completion percentage with a touchdown interception ratio, though, of only seven to seven and only 5.8 yards per attempt. He's very much a throw it sideways type of guy. So for his career, he's attempted 314 passes and taken 25 sacks. That's a 12.6% sack rate. Is that a lot? Yeah, that's a ton. So to put that in context, the Giants this year have, have a sack rate of 14.6%. That's worse than the league, and it's flat-out horrendous. I mean, Huntley, for his career, is a 12.6. So he would be the second-worst team in the league in terms of taking sacks at that rate. So especially with some backup linemen in there, the Steelers should be able to hit him a lot. Um, Zay Flowers leads the team in end zone targets as well as targets on third and fourth down. 
I don't think he's going to play, though. Um, he only ran a route on 54% of the snaps last week because of this calf injury. I wouldn't think you're going to see him. But with Flowers hampered, Rashad Bateman received his largest route participation last week and led the Ravens with 27% target share. Now, I don't know if he'll play the whole game, though, either. Like, I could see, I mean, if they were kind of playing it straight, you would think this will be the Bateman show, but I bet they shut him down and go to, like, Aguilar and guys like that in this game, as it goes along, at least. You know, Mark Andrews is out, as you probably know, and Isaiah Likely's been phenomenal with him out. I mean, he gets 4.8 targets and has run a route on 85% of his dropbacks in the, the five games that Andrews hasn't been there. He's caught four touchdowns and has 251 receiving yards over the last four games. He's another one. He's too valuable to beat him up. So I'm sure he'll play. They're not going to rest him, but I think you're going to see like Charlie Kolar at tight end more than you will likely. TJ Watt had two of the Steelers' four sacks when these teams last met and currently tied for the league lead with 17 sacks this season. He has nine straight games against Baltimore with at least half a sack. Jackson was only sacked once, though, last week, but they're going to have some different guys in there protecting them. And as I mentioned, Huntley takes a lot of sacks. So I would expect a massive Watt game. I think you'll see a bit, a, quite a bit of Falele at right tackle, who's very, very heavy and not very good. With the NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA seasons rolling along here in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores, with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime you want. Head there today and get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use our promo code, believe, B-L-E-A-V, all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Let's talk a little bit more here. Ravens run game, and then I will give you a prediction. Jackson has 821 rushing yards this year. That leads the Ravens. Um, his He also has his most rushing attempts since 2020. So he still runs a lot, even though he's more pocket passer than he, than he has been. Huntley has 107 career rushing attempts, averages 4.4 yards a carry. He has three touchdowns. Good runner, not phenomenal. Um, the Steelers have only allowed 147 rushing yards over the past two weeks. 25 of those came on a Geno Smith scramble. Running backs have only accounted for 129 rushing yards over the past two weeks. So they've done quite well in that regard. Baltimore was six of six in converting red zone opportunities to touchdowns last week. Just throwing that in there because that's pretty darn rare, but doesn't really mean much for this one. They've ran 1,068 plays this year, but amongst their offensive linemen, John Simpson, who's going to play this whole time, he's a guard, he only missed four of those snaps. But the other four starters, Zeitler, who I mentioned, Tyler Linderbaum, who's really good, I expect him to play quite a bit, Morgan Moses, and the left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, have missed the 946 plays this year. So those four 
have missed almost a thousand snaps between them. And they're going to add to that whether they want to or not. Zeitler's not going to play. Um, the average Ravens drive this season starts at their own 32.8 yard line. That's the best starting field position in the entire league. Well, when you're great on special teams, when you take the ball away a lot and you're flat out really good on both sides of the ball, you end up with really good starting field position. Meanwhile, the Steelers defense has begun their drives on average on the 29.5 yard line. Only eight defenses begin with more difficult starting field position. Uh, last thing I got here is the Ravens are under center just a little over 20% of their snaps. That's the lowest number in the league. So you won't see even with Huntley in there, you know, under center stuff. Prediction. It's a tough game to predict. I mean, Raven Steelers certainly has some merit to it. You know, the history, Harbaugh and Tomlin knowing each other. Steelers have been getting the better of them a lot lately. And Baltimore, Harbaugh. They care about preseason wins more than anybody. So they're not going to just roll over. And you guys might remember the Willie Parker breakout game in the last game of the season where he finally got a chance to be out there. I think there'll be some Ravens bottom of the roster dudes that are show up in a big way. You know, they finally get an opportunity and they make it count. And that being said, though, I just think they're short. I think they're going to try to get out of this game quickly. Steelers need it more. They've had a lot of success against this team lately. I have the Steelers winning this one 23-16. I assume it's going to be some kind of weird game. They always are. Wouldn't shock me if there's a safety or a blocked field goal returned or something goofy like that. Or Harbaugh certainly avoiding overtime at all costs, going for two at weird times, you know, things like that. It's going to be a weird one. I like the Steelers' chances, and then you sit back and hope for the other two teams, one of the other two, to you know work out for you. So I'll be out here after the game. Won't know if the Steelers are in the playoffs or not when we you know, reconvene. But that's a wrap. Enjoy the game. Over and out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.